everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. Excellent. You look lovely today. Thank you, as do you. I see you got a haircut. I did. Looks lovely. If you do say so yourself. I do. All right. Um, starting with Disney's magic moments, the National Geographic's, um, I don't know, not the National Geographic's, just National Geographic's, has a Mount Everest augmented reality experience available. That's right. Um, now, the funny thing is the story lists it as Nat Geo's newest oh, AR experience. You know and I know I hate you hate this. that. Yeah. Um, but they do have an augmented reality experience where you can suit up as a climber and ascend Everest in the Himalayas. Uh, you're joining a team of scientists and explorers. And uh, it brings, uh, I guess there was a July issue of National Geographic consi- uh, concerning Mount Everest uh, published. So this just kind of brings that to life. So there is a link. You can click on it with your mobile device and experience it uh, for yourself. Okay. So it's kind of cool. Nice. Um, some more adventures you can have without leaving your own, without leaving your home. Um, adventures at Home by Disney has now released the Greece edition. Yep. A couple weeks ago, they released Norway. So they have just released some information on Greece related to togas, artwork. Uh, of course, there's always some food involved, a little video. But, uh, you know, it's just a way for Adventures by Disney to stay in the Disney fans' eyes right. while they're shut down. Right. Um, and you've been to Greece. I have been to Greece. Yep. It's very pretty. Excellent. It's been a long time, though. Yes. Um Cooking up the magic at home, another uh, branch of the Disney uh, Parks blog, has now released a recipe uh, coming from the contemporary. It's no-bake granola treats. Yes. Uh, from the contemporary. Uh, I know this is one of Cheryl. Another thing that Cheryl hates is yep, when they release a recipe and there's real no, co- no real cooking involved. Um, but this is uh, another Disney Magic Moments recipes. And uh, for those of you who have been checking them out, uh, the 13-year-old daughter of a Disney photographer has been doing the how-to videos. So this is uh, this is kind of her series during the pandemic. Okay. So she is now making the no-bake granola treats from the Contemporary Resort. It looks pretty easy. It takes about uh, maybe 40 minutes to make if you include the cooling time involved. And Wait. If you're not baking, how much cooling could there be? Oh, it just means it doesn't go in the oven. It doesn't mean you're not cooking Right, because you have to melt marshmallows and butter. Okay, so it might be no bake, but it's not no cook. Yes. All right, I'm okay with this one then. Okay. So yes, you have to melt marshmallows and add peanut butter. It's like Rice Krispie Treats. Stirring the combined. Fancy Rice Krispie Treats. They are, but there's granola in them, so they're healthy. Okay, good. I should make them and then eat the whole batch. Um, The Magic Kingdom, some good news. They are going to be decorating it for Halloween, even though there's not going to be the actual Halloween party. Right. Uh, So it's good news if you like the Halloween decorations, but not if you like the not-so-scary Halloween party. Because that's been canceled. Who doesn't like the Halloween decorations? I don't see why they wouldn't decorate it anyway. Yeah. Are, are, Are they saying that they only decorate for the party? No, but it's a lot of work and you have a lot of a lot less people. So, I mean, it's possible that they, it's expensive, and so it's possible that maybe they would opt to not do it, but I'm glad that they are opting to do it. Now, they just might not do it in August, because, you know, when we were going to be going, uh, I guess we would have been going next week, Mm -hmm. the tail end of our trip, 
We, sp- we were, we were going to do the, the Halloween party. Right. The tail the, the week after next. Uh, mm-hmm. The week after, the, the end of the week while we were there was the first Halloween party, which was like August 15th. Yep. Um, so maybe they will push out, you know, Halloween decorations and not put them out until September. Right. Which would which be nice. Which would be nice for once. <laughs> Um, Rise of the Resistance, a new favorite ride for most people, um, has been having some technical difficulties this weekend. Yeah, part of the attraction involves uh, a droid that is in one of the vehicles with you. And apparently the R5 droids are stuck in the up position with broken lights, uh, which means now that guests have to be seated into the back seat so that they can see over the droid uh, while they're in the ride. (laughs) Did they fix this yet? No, apparently it's happening on multiple cars. It's not every car, but it is multiple cars. So the droid moves up and down and interacts with the guests during the ride. And on some of the vehicles, the droid is now stuck in the up position or standing position, as it is called. Well, that's not great. I wouldn't want to get that car, especially as my first ride on Rise of the Resistance. Right. Speaking of Rise of the Resistance, they added some additional social distancing measures. Do you think that maybe the droid is annoyed with these social distancing measures? It very possibly could be. He is not sitting down while this is happening. No. Uh, part of part of the pre-show involves getting into a resistance transport, and they've just added plexiglass dividers between where the guests would stand. Okay. Um, all right. And then um, over in Epcot at the Mexico Pavilion, Jose Carioca is back on the Grand Fiesta Tour. That's right. He was out for, I think, five days or six days after he fell over during the show. <laughs> Perhaps it was uh, too much tequila. Yeah. Maybe a tequila flight. Um, but uh, he is back, and he has joined the other two of the Caballeros. Uh, can you name them? Donald. Yes. I don't know the other one. And Panchito. Oh, Panchito, okay. Jose, and Donald are the All three right. amigos. Uh, so they're back, and uh, they are playing together again. All right. Also back um, is the Carousel of Progress. It is operating again as of Friday. Yes, just good news. It's back. You know, it's it's just getting older. It's got technical issues. It seems to have something go wrong every couple of weeks, but it's nice that it is back up and running. Yay. Um, over at Hollywood Studios, a new show has debuted. Tell us about it. So the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater, which is usually home to the Beauty and the Beast live on stage show, Uh, has a new show debuting this weekend, and it is called the Disney Society Orchestra and Friends. Okay. Um, It has taken the place of Beauty and the Beast because there is still a uh, union dispute going on with Actors' Equity, Mm -hmm. so they are not doing a lot of the stage shows. Um, And this is a a musical performance. I saw some pictures. There looked to be a few characters involved, but it's not, you know, it's by no means the Broadway-style Beauty and the Beast, yeah. action that you're used to in in that theater. It's probably not going to pull in all that many people. Right, but it is something to do. Uh, Their first show was at 11.15 today, so we'll see if we can get more of a review on our next show. All right. Um, Disney Plus News. The title for Beauty and the Beast, uh, the prequel, has been released. This is the Gaston and LeFou story. That's right. Uh, It was announced back in March. That there would be a live-action Beauty and the Beast prequel starring LeFou and Gaston. Uh, Luke Evans and Josh Gad will be reprising their roles from the live-action movie that came out uh, two years ago. And uh, Alan Menken is writing brand new songs for the series. And in an interview with Variety, he actually uh, announced the name of the show. So who knows if this was supposed to come out or not. 
but he said that right now he is working on uh, two things for Disney. That is Disenchanted and the Beauty and the Beast prequel Little Town. Uh, Little Town is the first line of the song, uh, first line of the song Belle, uh, in which Gaston and LeFou first appear in the film. Okay. So uh, that is kind of cool. Alan Menken was the composer of the original uh, Beauty and the Beast animated movie and then wrote new songs for the live action remake. Um, so that is cool. And on a side note, Disenchanted, if you remember, um, Disenchanted was the story of um, a princess who came to New York City. No, that was Enchanted. What did I say? Disenchanted? Yeah. Oh, Enchanted. Right. So it's uh, back with Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey, and James Marsden. Um, and this is uh, 10 years after the original event. And um, Giselle is trying to determine whether she really is living that happily ever after life. And then things kind of all go kablooey. Mm. Uh, it is looking to come out at some point in 2021. And I've seen rumors that it will be both a live action film and I've seen it on Disney Plus, but I, I can't see it going to Disney Plus. Enchanted is me, one of my favorite live action Disney movies. Mm -hmm. It's a great film. And it's a live action original mm -hmm. princess movie. Now, she's right. not, technically, she is not a Disney princess. No. Because there are no Giselle characters or stories, right. but it is a great way to incorporate that princess like mentality. Mm -hmm. In, in the movies. Yeah, no, that was a good film. So I hope that the follow-up is also going to be great. Exactly. Um, Disney is doing a movie adaptation of Black Beauty. I don't know how that's going to be. Yes. Have you ever read Black Beauty? I did not. That's the horse book, right? Yes. Yes. No, um, I wasn't big into horses. And I believe it's it's been adapted a few times uh, in, in the cinema. Um, but Disney has announced that uh, coming to Disney Plus later this year... Black Beauty will be coming to the screen. The horse is going to be voiced by Kate Winslet. I don't know whether that is the a horse compliment. talks. I don't know whether that is a compliment or not. Um, and it is also going to star Mackenzie Foy from Interstellar. Um, and they're going to be putting a modern spin on the movie in the book. Black Beauty begins his life as a carriage horse in England during the 19th century. Uh, however, in this version. Uh, Black Beauty is going to be a free Mustang until she is captured in the American West. Okay. Yeah, and the movie is going to touch on morals like kindness, respect, and sympathy. Very good. Um, at Disney World, resort guests can now watch video of the Happily Ever After fireworks and projection show from 6 to 10 p.m. on their resort TVs. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Channel 74 every night. Um and I put this in the Disney Plus section because I think one thing Disney Plus is missing is resort television. Mm. I would love to see a section on Disney Plus related to what they're showing in the resorts, whether it's the top 10 must-sees with Stacy, right. or, you know, like they're doing now, if you could watch Happily Ever After. Right. I think that people would watch it. Um, and know. vice versa, it would be nice when you're staying in one of the resorts that you should have access to Disney Plus through your resort TV. And I believe you do. Oh. Yes. All right, then. They took my idea. They did. <laughs> but they haven't taken mine yet. Not yet. Not yet. But obviously we have great ideas because they already took mine. Yes. All right. Um, the Disneyland Hotel has pushed bookings back to September 1st now. That's right. Not not Disneyland, the Disneyland Hotel, but Disney Resort Hotels. So yes, all of them. All of the hotels. It was announced uh, about a week and a half ago that they would not be taking reservations 
any earlier than uh, August 22nd, but they have now pushed that back. They will not be taking resorts prior, uh, resort reservations prior to September 1st, and that is only for Disney's Grand Californian Resort and Spa and Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. Um, there is no opening date for the Disneyland Hotel at this time. All right. Uh, Universal Orlando, moving to their news. They are now offering a new Florida resident deal. That's right. It is a buy-a-day visit-through-December ticket. Whoa. So if you purchase a two-park, one-day park ticket between now and September 30th, you will have admission all the way through December 24th for free. That is essentially five months' worth of admissions for the cost of one ticket. There are no blackout dates. There are no restrictions on consecutive day use. Um, admission to select live entertainments at Universal City Walk are included. However, separately ticketed events are not. But considering the fact that they are not doing separately ticketed events like right. Halloween Horror Nights, I don't really know that that comes into play. No. Uh, the ticket costs $164 plus tax. If you want to pay an extra $29, you can add on access to Volcano Bay. You have to have proof for uh, proof of Florida residency, and there is no compensation for unused days. Now, that sounds like maybe, though, it's not a hopper, right? It's one park per day, so you can only choose one or the other. That doesn't specifically say it here. Although they might have to. You have to make reservations there, too, don't you? No. You don't? No, I don't believe so. You don't even know what you're I talking about. I, I hate know. when you do but that. But I, I have not seen anything about making resort reservations. So pause, pause our show. Okay. And we're back after a short bit of research. And as I said, there is no uh, reservation required to visit Universal Orlando. Uh, they do limit attendance, and there may be times where the parks reach capacity, which will not allow guests to enter. So they do not have a reservation system. Okay, but going back to this Florida resident deal, was that um, one park per day, or was that a hopper? It does. It is a two-park, one-day park-to-park ticket. So park-to-park ticket park means to park. you can go yeah, park-to-park. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that is not a bad deal. Five months worth of access for, I know. you know, even if you include the water parks, $200. Yeah. Not bad at all. Except that I don't really like Universal, so I well, don't want to pay $170 to go. Okay. But if you do like Universal, it's a great deal if you live in Florida. Okay. Um, however, <laughs> you, some, several Universal Orlando attractions are to close beginning August 9th. That's right. We'd like to welcome you to our parks until December. However, there's going to be less things to do. Yeah. Um, the following attractions are going to be temporarily closed. That is a day in the park with Barney, <laughs> Fear Factor Live, Fast and Furious Supercharged, Kang and Kodos, Twirl and Hurl, Poseidon's Fury, and the Storm Force Acelatron. Um, That's a, I hear a couple of big names, though. The Poseidon one was is one of their big rides. Yes. Like, it's one of, it's like, takes up a ton of real estate. It's right. kind of one of their biggest experiences. Yep. And what was Fast the second one? Fast and Furious was huge, too. They had now, just opened that we one. we happened to see that in previews when we went that one time. I was not impressed. I. But it's still one of their top, it's one of their top draws as far as, Rides go. They are saying that hardly anyone goes to that ride. It's been highly criticized and rarely has a wait. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, a day in the park with Barney, maybe just a lot of kids aren't going. I right. get it. Fear Factor Live has been closed since they reopened. It, so continuing to close, that's not a big deal. Uh, Fast and Furious Supercharged, like I said, it's it's a bunch of 4K displays and you're on a bus. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it that much. Kang and Kodo's Twirl and Hurl in the Simpsons area. 
don't really know. It, I don't know what that is. I think it's like Must a teacup. Must be some kind of a spinning ride. ride. Poseidon's Fury. And then the Storm Force Acelatron is in um, Superhero Island in Islands of Adventure. And that's uh, that's a version of the teacups. Oh. Uh, it's the Storm's Spin. We, the girls went on that while with me while you were on Hulk. Ah. Um, so closing that, um, you know, okay. I, I don't know. They're just going to be closed. Uh, maybe no one's going to them. Maybe. I didn't know if it was t- tough to, like, social distance with right. those. I mean, like, the Poseidon's Fury one, you're, like, kind of walking from room to room right. in that one. So maybe it's hard. A lot of special hard. effects. Yeah. I mean, how do you keep people apart? You're, it's a right. group that sort of travels together, almost like a tour group. Right. So that might be tough to do. But they did mention that of those attractions, Storm Force and Poseidon's Fury were the only two that are really enclosed. So it's going to give guests that many less options when it's foul weather. Yeah. That's true. All right. Um, And then lastly, uh, playing into the, um, I don't know, not great news at Universal Orlando, uh, more layoffs have been confirmed there. That's right. Universal has confirmed that they have again made the difficult decision to reduce our workforce to reflect current priorities and needs. Um, They did not announce how many people are being laid off. However, this is the second wave of layoffs as they laid off some people in July um, you know, it was an undisclosed number back then in their parks and resorts department. And it just comes on the, t- all of, all of this news from Universal comes on the tails of them, on the tail of them suffering a 94% loss of revenue for uh, the first quarter of the year. Not good. So, you know, Universal and all of the theme parks, as well as potentially, you know, most of central Florida is going to take years to recover economically. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a sad state of affairs. So, it is. Uh, hopefully this gets wrapped up soon. But, uh, you know, we'll do what we can. What can we do? I don't know. I'm working <laughs> we're, not, on a, we're not even visiting. I'm working on a vaccine. I don't know about you. <laughs> okay. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>